Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, Honest Abe here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, episode number 516 of KMA Talk Radio, and as always, I am here with my trusted KMA crew, the man they call the GOAT, Alex Tavella, the man who brings you all the news, up-to-date, rumor, and teaser-free, William the Scoop Cooper, and our special guest host from time to time, <laughs> Paul, <laughs> the Italian When did I miss the show? Paul, you made like three in a row. Relax. I mean, come on. <laughs> I've missed like one show in the last like You're tied with ST in the last month. Yeah. In the last two months of <laughs> ten years. Oh, you come know, on. I messed up too. I don't have my I don't have my audio proper. Does it sound all right? You know better. You're good. Okay. It's the video we're more concerned with. Good enough. Well, good good enough. enough. I do here. So I said to my wife the other day, I was like, this is it. Like this this is as good as I'm gonna look. It's only going downhill from here. Good morning. I'll throw it out here so I can be the mustache for Halloween again. Good morning to all our KMA fans Uh, out there. Uh, We hope you're uh, starting off your Saturday the way it should be. Post up what you're lighting up. Start the show. Let's see what everybody's smoking today for the show. I think everybody but Paul is probably going to be smoking the same stick. What you got there, Coop? I got the Flint Knoll Churchill. Back another Flint Knoll Churchill. Love this cigar. You said that yesterday during the break. This I haven't is, uh, yet, but, uh, this is, yeah, same. yeah. Really love this cigar. It's the best macanudo I've had in a long time. Yeah. It's probably the first macanudo I've had in a long time, too. But Flint, no. Flint, no. So we'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. Ooh, hold yeah. on, Abe. Hold, hold that up. I want to see that band. Very nice. Very nice. Nice looking cigar. Yeah, I like they that. They did. They did. I got the. I'm smoking last year's actually. So mine's the 2000. Um, so are we. So are we, Cooper. Yep. But they aged. They're uh. aging great. <laughs> and I guess the reason why we're all smoking cigars for, you know, it's been a long time. We actually have a guest. <laughs> and they yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Aaron Michaels of Flint. Michaelis. It's Michaels. What do I say? Michaelis. Oh, Michaelis. There you yes. go. There yep. you go. Of Flint yes. No Wines. Um, He'll be here on the show talking about this very special cigar that was made for Macanudo and the process. So it should be an interesting show today. Yep. So I will be imbibing um, some wine. Do you have it there? Can you hold up the bottle? I just did. Just did. You look I, wait, you hold so I can zoom in on it. I want to get a full screen. There you go. Well, we're losing. There you go. Let's see. It. There we Flip go. Out. Yeah, it looks good. I'll let you know very shortly. I've been I've been imbibing. Usually, when my wife's pregnant, I try not to drink around her. But the last uh, 
the last week has been very stressful. So I was like, you don't mind if I have wine open, right? What is that word? Like, no, it's fine. What are you guys saying? And by it's Imbibe. the classy way of saying drinking. <laughs> I'm actually finishing my first one of this year. Your first what, pumpkin spice latte. First one of this year. Ugh. I no, stopped. I haven't had one. I, I used to always like them, but I stopped getting them because the one by my house is really like the worst Starbucks in the country. It's like garbage. There's the one on Forest it. Hill you're talking about or the one no. in on 441? The one on 441. Garbage. You gotta go to the Forest Hill one, dude. I know, but that's not on my way. It's inconvenient. Center. It's inconvenient to go. Yeah, you're going the opposite right, way to go to work. So, so I, I just stopped having them. But um, my girls are working in the warehouse today. We'll talk about what they're working on today. Very exciting shit uh, in a little bit. Um, so we did a Starbucks run by here by Boynton Beach, which is actually really good. And, oh, okay, um, good. This is actually very tasty. First one, probably the last one of the year. So tasty, tasty. I usually tasty. try to have one, one per season. I'll do a pumpkin like, spice latte, and I do the peppermint latte for Christmas time. I'll do. It's I'll like do five hundred calories in a cup. Yeah, and it bothers my stomach. Honestly, I get it with almond milk, but still, it's just so rich. I'm assuming Coop and Alex never drink pumpkin spice lattes. I, I never no, drink I'm Starbucks. Not. I never drink Starbucks. <laughs> Their Little. coffee is subpar, in my opinion. It's very it subpar. Subpar to yeah. who? Dunkin' Donuts? It's not subpar to Dunkin' Donuts. No. It's no, no better I mean, than gas station coffee. It's no better well, than gas station coffee. Is Dunkin' it's, Donuts any better than gas station coffee? I, I didn't I say that. Different. No, but I mean, it, it's but Dunkin' Donuts is not, but neither neither of them are good. I'll, Listen, I'll, I'll, argue, right. I'll argue that right. Dunkin' Donuts is better than Starbucks. I think uh, that not, Starbucks not the, got into this Not the one next to us, I can tell you that. Not this well, one. that you know, no, I don't even go not in that one. That one. one's just, that no. one's awful. I will tell you this: there's nothing great about Starbucks coffee, but you ain't getting this drink right here at a gas station or anywhere else. No, no, no. Isn't but that I, then that's the next thing. I would never put pumpkin in my coffee. That's the next thing. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I'm yeah not really that's just me. It's just me. But I don't have a problem if someone does. By the way, I don't have a problem if someone wants pumpkin in their coffee. That's their choice. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, Coop is full of problems, but never has a problem. No, but I'm just yeah, saying yes. it's not my thing. It's not my thing. Is all I'm saying. Do you know, I get so excited when Coop in our in our group chat says something like, ah, this 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 is grinding my gears, or he, he brings up something that he's upset about. I try to get him going on it. I want him to, I love when he goes into a rant, man. I love it. It happens, it happens every week about something. Come on. Yeah. Come, on. Come on. It's one of my favorite things. Coop, if you I, tried a pumpkin spice latte, you would love it. I know you would. It's too, it's too. I'm not a big fan of pumpkin. Period. My wife is into the yeah, whole pumpkin. Say, if you don't like pumpkin, you're not gonna like. Yeah, it. it's not my. Yeah, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I've had like the gingerbread lattes. They're not as bad. I can deal with a gingerbread latte. Actually, those are. I'm good. actually surprised that Coop and Alex aren't wearing black today. Boy. Well, in morning. <laughs> well, no, no, no. There, there's a thing. There, I, I have a rule. I have a rule. I will only be upset about a bunch of millionaires throwing balls around the day of the game. I don't carry it over into the next day. It, yeah, I kind of support that too. <laughs> but um, no, it was a. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the Phillies' untimely demise in the Major League Baseball playoffs, folks. If you haven't yeah. caught it, it was and, funny. Uh, I, was, I was working here late that night, and I, Alex was back here watching the game. And he'll usually come and you know check in on me and say something and usually bitch, you still here. And um I end up working till about midnight. And I'm like, fuck, he left. He didn't say anything. 
like you know nothing i mean it's gone where and i went and i googled the score of the game because i wasn't watching it i'm like oh no wonder, <laughs> no wonder. yeah it, it, it was just an awful i mean i think our coop, coop and i shoot a text message we know there's no text messaging during the game but after the game right. and, and after I think the game the two, yeah the two text messages after the game were like terrible awful yeah exactly. I mean, it, was, it, it was just it was it was awful um that team completely collapsed um our manager doesn't have it for the big time. That's just he doesn't know. He's, he's nope, not experienced. And the, the problem is the problem is the Phillies play exciting baseball for the fans. Games are exciting. They're knocking home runs out of the park. They're all knocking solo home runs out of the park, but they don't play baseball that wins championships. They yeah. don't knock runs in off base hits. You know, it's it's everybody swinging for the fences, which is great when you're a fan and you see the ball right. go flying. But you know, when you got a team like the Diamondbacks. Who are stealing bases, knocking in runs off singles and doubles? You know it's hard to beat that kind of team when you're trying yeah. to survive off a solo home run. And then, especially when the guys that you pay a cumulative nine hundred million dollars go like three for thirty-five in in the last two games. Yeah, and then you know when when the manager basically doesn't make the you have to make adjustments sometimes. I'm I'm I don't like the guys who overmanage. Don't get me wrong, but. This was the extreme. There were no adjustments being made in, in these games at all. No, no pinch hitters. No, no base running. How do you have a guy batting less than one hundred batting with the bases loaded? I, I still can't get right. over that. I mean, you have a guy batting less than one hundred. Yeah, literally two for like thirty-five. How do you yeah. not pinch hit him? But something interesting happened last night, Cooper, and you guys could oh. probably enjoy oh. this too. There was an omen. This could be the Diamondbacks' year. There was an omen last night, and I don't know if you caught it. I'm going to show you the video. Last night during practice, a Diamondbacks pitcher hit a bird. Oh, oh really? Now let me let me show you. Oh my god! Wow. Wait a minute. I assume the bird didn't make it. No, but now wait a minute. If you remember this, if you oh remember that. That was Randy Johnson's infamous hitting the bird during the 2001 series when the Diamondbacks won the World Series. So that could be an omen that this is the Diamondbacks' year. The bird, the albatross. of fucking hitting a bird. Could you imagine what the the odds are? First of all, you're throwing two times. Yeah, the the same same team. team. You're throwing the ball 100 miles, especially Randy Johnson. He was probably throwing it 104 miles an hour to be that – on point with the bird coming in, and, why and if, you know, the bird flying that low is so bright. <laughs> it's it's funny though because you could see the difference um, and how powerful Randy Johnson was. That oh, second he video, the bird he exploded. The bird on impact. Exploded. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the bird completely exploded. <laughs> exploded. So, but I don't know. That could be an omen, man. This could be the Diamondbacks' year. The game was good last night. That was a good game. It was, and they played good ball. That was like a suicide flight right i mean if that bird tried to hit the ball couldn't hit the ball while moving i mean for real yeah right right unbelievable well listen we got a lot of stuff to talk about big week next week we got some cool shit on today's show Uh, today's show we're gonna finally for the first time publicly announce something that i kind of slipped and i wear by one day but we're gonna (laughs) talk about something that we've kept quiet really for two years now and um we got like a whole bunch of things going on next week. So we're going to kind of get everybody up to speed of what's happening and when. And I'm sure, you know, people still miss it. But 
Starting <laughs> off, with, yeah, starting off with what we've been getting bombarded with nonstop. Great smoke tickets. Great smoke tickets go on sale November first, noon Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Not that this message right now will decrease any of the PMs or emails that I've been getting, but um, you know. The basic rush, I mean, the two items that will probably sell out immediately quick are VIP tickets. And this year we've added a new event. Just when you thought we couldn't jam more shit into a four-day event, we have a very special six-flight tasting from Elijah Craig. They got some very, you got some allocated products and very special product, six one-ounce pours. It's only room for 40, mostly because of the allocated rare you know, stuff they're going to be bringing. So it's going to be a live event here. I think it's what Thursday, Alex Thursday. It's like five to seven or four 30 to six. Yeah, it's, it's right, early before, event it's right before the kickoff party. It's literally the first TGS event. We'll have a special seating area outside. There's only 40 tickets. So that's going to probably go, be gone quick. VIP tickets, everybody else. You got time. No need to go crazy. Um, yeah. But it goes on noon Eastern standard time, November 1st. Anybody wants to know the ticket prices, you can go to the Great Smoke website, www.thegreatsmoke. I put the link in the chat as well. Oh, there you go. So, Click on whether you want virtual or live, and you can see all the pricing for the tickets. They pricing, do not go information, on sale. Pricing, times, information, yes. what it includes. They go on sale um, November 1st. November 1st. Oh, you know what? what? should have had you upload it. Um, big changes here. The, the, the box. The, the, the badass box. box. I, I got to find it. it. Yeah, I got a picture of it. I may be able I'll to just, find I'll it. just show it on my phone. Um, big change. I mean, we've contemplated this change, and I think a lot of people are going to get excited about it. Um, I don't know if it's going to make for a better event or not, but it's something that we've kind of toyed around for about, brrr, I don't know, three or four years, definitely before the pandemic. And a big um, announcement. I, I got well, it. There, there are no ticket books this year. Yes, there's no cigar ticket books this year. No one's gonna have to. The go announcement's around. over, Paul. We went through. We made the announcement already. Yes. <laughs> there are no ticket books. Um, there'll be no pit area. The sales will be happening at each individual manufacturer's booth. We'll have other cool activities where our pit normally is, and you will get a self-contained package. Now, this is the same package you'll get if you buy a virtual ticket. We'll ship this to your yes. house. But you will get a self-contained package. It basically has everything but the commemorative cap. Alex, why don't you pop it up if you got it? Oh, there it is. All the swag in one box, and those two drawers will hold your 32 cigars that would be normally the event cigars that you'd have to, nice. you know, for an hour go. Oh my around. god, I love that. That's really oh, that nice. Yeah. You get you get everything in one package, all there. Your swag, your special swag, your cigars. That's what everybody gets this year. No more going around ticket books, collecting lines, reverse lines, back lines, all that other fun. Nice cool stuff so we got some very cool stuff this year as always you know working hard to continually better the experience of the great smoke but those tickets go on sale is wednesday november 1st yeah november yes. 1st noon eastern standard time what else we got we have we have october 31st for those interested it's really funny i've been getting a lot of messages um Me too. It's it's up on the website, but it doesn't won't start till October thirty first. Um, everybody who um, acquired one of the Tatuaje Anarchy NFTs, probably the most historic, one of the most historic cigars released in our cigar industry, 
Um, there will, we will all be putting our cigars up for sale October 31st. Every box will come in a dress package that adorns the NFT of that particular purveyor. So this is the NFT we acquired, and then there'll be a box of anarchies inside here. And um, we got a pretty cool program for any box buyers. We're kind of creating a very special private page. Facebook group, which we call anarchists, when they achieve anarchist status, they get a pretty badass coin. They go on, they register their box, and they will be definitely special offerings for all anarchists. And we're going to host an annual event in Miami with Pete Johnson annually for those who are nice achieve, who achieve what we call anarchist status. So nice job. Yeah, we want to build a nice little culture I, around this. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and this coin is really amazing. I mean, this coin really, it's its not even, it doesn't feel like a coin um, the way it was coded and finished. But this is your anarchist coin. I'm holding it upside down. This is your anarchist coin. Cool. And it says you have achieved anarchist status achieved. And then you have to go online and you register your box at tatuaianarchy.com. You enter your box number, the purveyor you bought it from, and then you get, a, you get an invitation to a very private group only made up of box buyers and all the purveyors and Pete Johnson. And then we'll have some cool offerings from them for them time to time. And then we'll, we'll host an annual party for anarchists from all over the country. So it's going to be pretty wild. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Just remember there are only, you know, our allocation is only 16 boxes a year. I only have 15 boxes this quarter. I don't get another 15 boxes till next quarter. So. Wow. Yes. That's it. It's really I rare. I realized it was that out. limited. Well, we have the same allocation as everybody else. Yeah. 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 You know? So, yep. I mean, that's what it is. It is what it is. It's not, I, 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 I doubt that this cigar for the vast majority will be anybody's everyday cigar or regular <laughs> rotation cigar. I see. Uh, there you go. It always sells. <laughs> I see this being a special occasion cigar, special moments, you know. I mean, well, sure. some people it may be an everyday cigar, but for the vast like, majority, it won't. Like you're on you're on dojo for the night, you smoke one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, that's Isn't that what you smoked good. last night, Alex? Yeah, or no, yeah, did you yeah. smoke chaos? Yeah, I mean, uh duh, gotta get it out there, bro. You know what I mean? Gotta mention it. <laughs> gotta mention it. Yeah, quality assurance. Some product photography of one, so you know. Yeah. That too. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. I need here, take a picture of this and smoke it. Are you <laughs> no, it's so funny, but an Abe should know by now because I'm a pig, but he's like, Are you gonna smoke it? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking smoke it. I'm not saving it, I'm not stashing, I'm you not saying I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke it. I'm smoking it now. Yeah, if I wasn't on dojo, I would have smoked it that night. I don't save anything. So that goes that goes up uh the 31st. And there was something else next. Oh, yeah. Big this is this is another big thing for us. Um, for the third year in a row. And the last year in this packaging format is our themed um, uh, advent calendar. Um, 25, this could be the best selection of the last three years. I think people, when they see the 25th cigar, will be blown away. Once again, a, a, amazing package. I think it's um, I think it's over $400 in there or close to it, somewhere around there in cigars. Um, this advent calendar uh, will go on sale Friday next week, November 3rd, noon Eastern Standard Time. I've been getting messages about when our advent calendars were going to drop for probably over a month now. So um, you're hearing it here first. And we have a very special drop that's going to occur on the same day. Now, this is really something we've been working on for pretty much almost two years. You know, one of the comments when we first released 
um, the advent calendar three years ago um, was, wow, man, just, you know, I wish somebody would make something for Hanukkah. And the minute I heard that, I kind of started working on a project right away. So I, I, I believe, and I could be wrong, you know, I, I was wrong on the advent calendar, but I believe this will be the first time anybody has released a Hanukkah holiday box. Alex, do you have to that? There it is. It's a Hanukkah holiday box celebrating the eight days of Hanukkah. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about what this is here. These cigars are epic. Most of these, some of these were made for it um, exclusively for this package. Almost everything in there is either very limited production or you just won't be able to buy them anywhere. There are nine bangers of a cigar. Because I only had nine cigars. I had to go over the top. That's why the cards are there. Um, you open up a card for every day. There are nine cigars in here. The first one being the Shamash. And if you are unfamiliar, that's the lighting candle of the menorah, the one in the center usually. So if I if I was celebrating this box, I would open up the Shamash the day before the first day of Hanukkah. And then there's the first day and everyone has a little card to give you a little bit more information about the cigar. I have the packaging here. I mean, this is. Oh, there you go. Oh, I like it. It looks way better than the picture, actually. It looks. Well, cool. it's got this. It's got yeah, this foil sheen on it. Foil. But yeah. the real cool thing is inside. You can see there. There are nine boxes to represent That's the cool. nine candles of Medora, and they're all numbered with, I think, the shamash being here at the top. There's That's there's awesome. the shamash. So you start with that cigar, and if when you pull them out, you'll see. Here. careful yeah. now don't reveal e it each one each one looks like a candle so it's literally it represents the nine oh, candles wow. more. yeah so wow, um jeez yeah i'm very proud of this packaging looks if this really pack nice. doesn't yeah. win well, packaging of the year then they might years. as well just kill the category <laughs> no seriously that, I'm not came, even, out, that I'm came out really good i'm not even trying to pat my own back if this thing doesn't win packaging of the year then they might as well just kill the category this is probably one of the nicest things i've created in my career and um very proud of it and i think i think you're just gonna see a lot of people get both um they're both definitely worthy uh 25 in the advent calendar and the nine in here are banging and i think especially when they get to the last one they'll, they'll most people will be shocked because they don't they didn't believe any of these existed anymore so we worked really hard to pack nine really epic cigars and that box What's, what is the price on that or is there not one yet no alex do you, do you know offhand i think it's I two for the advents 269 uh no 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 259 no 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 no. i think you're way high no yeah no oh for the advent you said yeah, yes yeah. For the advent yeah. i think it's it's a uh, 259 Two, i think it's 259 and 159 yeah. on okay. the um on the uh, hanukkah holiday box i believe that's it, what it is. it is you cannot get better value than what was in that on that uh, advent calendar i'm sure that hanukkah yeah. was great the advent calendar is like one hundred dollars of yeah. cigars and the 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 Hanukkah box, it's really probably if you value it, it's hard because some of these don't don't have a retail price. Um, it's probably well over 200 220 dollars worth of cigars. But what's even harder than that is that some of these cigars you just not you're not you gonna be able to buy ever, ever, and you'll know what they are. So um very, very, very cool packaging, and uh we're really I'm proud of it. It's, it's actually the first time we publicly announced it. We haven't done anything yet because we really had just been working really hard on this for a couple of years and um, I wanted to be the first. So we didn't really, really kept this under wraps for a long time. We didn't want anybody else working on making this. And this, this is something you see next year by other manufacturers, you know, where it started. 
I didn't even know about you doing this one, Abe. This yeah. One, it's a, yeah, you kept this one. Listen, for me, this so has like, been under wraps yeah. for yeah, yeah. Good two, job two you guys years. did with that. Yeah, almost two years. Yeah, like right after the first advent calendar, we said yeah, we started work on this. It was a great response, you know. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, why hasn't anybody done one? Yeah, you know, it was great just idea. So the, pro- um, the look, I was just going to say this. You guys better get your orders in as soon as they're available, because Evan Darnell is going to buy all of them and gift them to everybody, and gift them right. to all of his friends. buy <laughs> them. <laughs> So we're excited about that. So that drops Friday, November third, noon Eastern Standard Time. And I think I think we covered it. Did I miss anything? Uh the only other thing I've is uh Wagashi. Wagashi Wagashi uh is that the eighth? Yeah, the following the following week on the eighth, start looking for the notification. Yeah, the following Wagashi. Wednesday. Yeah, the following Wednesday. So that's not next week, it's the week after. Um uh, the Wagashi notifications for anybody who made a deposit. Um, you will get the notification to f- complete your final payment and we will get those out right away. Um, what is the date of the event? Because I, I don't, I, did you guys talk about it on Dojo last night and I just missed it? What? The event is November 10th. 10th. Yeah. November 10th. Even I did I put it in my, actually, I think I put it in my calendar. Put in your calendar so you can see it and not show up. I actually, I was, I was going to come. November oh, no, look, we don't look at this. We don't cigar you. dojo. Look at that. I, right. I have it in my family calendar with my wife. I said cigar dojo event. And only those who place the pre-order will get the Wagashi commemorative coin here. You want to zoom in on it, Paul? Yep. That's what I'm doing. So if you place the pre-order, the pre-orders will get one of these commemorative coins. And then once we get all the pre-orders out, probably the following week, Friday or something. All the extra boxes that we have will be available for sale to those who did not place a pre-order. Do you, have, do you guys have the Wagashi? Have you smoked it yet, Alex? No, I have no, not. Wagashi, no. Wagashi has not arrived at the warehouse yet. Um, Steve has it. He commented last night that it's he in has transit. it. And it's in yeah. transit. And, and, and what we're going to do, because it's, you know, 1,400 boxes, um, we, we're going to pre-pack them before we put them up for things. So we'll have them all ready in boxes of one or two or three and that way if people pay their payments the team could just slap a label on a box that's already packed and get it out so we can expedite getting all these out because while we're trying to process all these orders for the pre-deposits we still have our regular business every day so we're just kind of getting organized and prepared so that we can get it out um we'll have some at the party and the event mark but no they probably if it ships safe the party's time you're in florida you may get it if you pay your thing right away it may be there but we'll have also some at the event Speaking of which, let me uh, address the soccer mafia who's out for my head. <laughs> there, are, right. there is a contract out on me. From Sick the soccer the dogs mafia. off of them. Oh, listen, I've, man. I've, been, I've been in that position, Alex. I know. Listen, man. It's not like a damn DTT cigar went up against a, a Dutch master and a white owl last night. Okay. I was, I was, I was. Three phenomenal cigars were forced upon me, and I had to make a decision. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? So okay. you trashed one of Saka's cigars? I, I, I yeah, saw the Brule Blue I, one. I, I, I did. I, I had, I had, look, man, I was faced with the El Buense from Foundation, uh, Illusion Epernay, and a Sober Mesa now called Solita, the original Sober Mesa line. Saka had already got an overwhelming number one prior to that. I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. 
Alex, when I gave Sin Compromiso an 89, the uh, hate mail lucky. I got. You're lucky. You're lucky oh, to they were after me. I, I've been there. I know. I, and I knew as soon as you did that, I'm like, oh, he's oh, going to yeah. get it from these guys. The what about that thing. time you had – the one time you had Sokka on your show, one of the times you had Sokka on your show, you, you guys asked him uh, if you had to get rid of one line, what would it be? And I, he was like, if he this and that. And, I, and you, Coop, I think said, like, I'd have to get rid of Sin Compromiso. Right. And I remember the backlash just in the comments. That, yeah. Like people were in. I mean, I'm talking like hundreds of comments in like two minutes. Like it was. Oh, insane. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't matter what I answered. They would. I would have had that. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 You know. Me- meanwhile, meanwhile, the Wagashi shipment's been retracted. They were calling it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty much everything we can update you on uh, this morning. Uh, we have a very special guest in the wings uh, that we're going to bring on. Before we do, we have a little video just to give you a little bit more about the person, the company, and the project. So why don't we go ahead and run that before? Well, do you want to? How should we do this? Let's think about this now. Do we run our meet your maker first and then go into the video? Do we announce them and then run your meet your maker? Uh, I say the meet your the video is the meet your maker. All right. So this is our that's meet what I was thinking. So we don't yeah. overdo it. Yeah. Well, this is our meet your maker segment. Let's run this video and then we'll introduce our very special guest. Our barrels have a long journey to get to us and a tall task when they arrive. For the second release of the Macanudo Estate Reserve, we age our tobacco in the finest French oak barrels for an unparalleled smoking experience. These barrels begin their journey in some of the oldest, most revered oak forests in France. Only a select few oaks are harvested, handcrafted, and charred by acclaimed French Cooperages. The barrels then cross the Atlantic to America's wine mecca, Napa Valley, California. There, the French oak imparts spice, aromatic complexity, texture, and tannin to our Flint Knoll's luxurious Cabernet Sauvignon, making each sip an exploration. As their journey continues, the barrels then are transported to the northern highlands of the Dominican Republic. There we age an impeccable American broadleaf tobacco inside the barrels, adding notes from each step of the expedition to the tobacco's final profile. The French oak lending a nuanced complexity. The rich Cabernet Sauvignon imparting a dense vibrancy. Every expression of Macanudo Estate Reserve is as unique as the barrels and the wines in which it is influenced. In every cigar, that influence is evident. Now for the first time on KMA Talk Radio, we're uh, pleased to introduce and uh, happy to have Aaron Aaron, is your last name Michaelis or Michaelis? Well, Michaelis. Wow. Nice pull, Paul. <laughs> nice. Oh, man, I should have just gone with my gut. That's what I thought. Michaelis. Yes. What maybe you should have done was ask him pre show when you were talking to him. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a good Maybe idea. what you should have done. <laughs> we were <laughs> talking about uh, Mr. Potato Head. Uh, yes. So, this is a particularly interesting uh, uh, project. Uh, how did you, I guess we'll start, you know, how did you get involved with, with the folks at Macanudo? 
Well, first to start, thank you all for having me here. Thanks for the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Mealy, for getting this set up. He's a stud, love working with him. I saw Evan chime in. I got to work with him in an event in Nashville. So all, all these great people. And then thank you guys for supporting us in your Cigar of the Month Club. A couple, uh, what was that, in June or July, I believe, that you guys back, did yes. the Toro. Yeah, I, thank yeah, you I for that. Tell, I could tell you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the paperwork. I got my yeah. Let's see here. Macanudo was in July. There you go. That's awesome. So thank you. I mean, that's uh, kind of like our wine brand. It's the people that kind of do all the legwork for us and support us and bring us here. We're very grateful because it's thousands of people who help tell our story, and we are appreciative to you guys. So, Well, let me start off by thanking you for the wine that was sent. I've had this open and air rating. Unfortunately, I don't have a decanter here at work, but uh, I am going to – pour this and i am going to enjoy this as we talk throughout the broadcast jump on it yes now uh alex are you not having any no i actually don't drink okay i'm no i'm the sober guy of the, of the crew <laughs> we got to have one all, in the group everybody needs one of those friends I, i'm the designated driver of the KMA everybody group. needs one of those friends yep i got absolutely it. i and do group you got it and you're fighting a cold so but yeah, and I'm fighting a cold, but I am able to drink and smoke and taste pretty well. So okay, good. good it's good, good. uh, you know, it's just some of the residual stuff at this point. But uh, that's the I time always... to have wine. Yeah, I, I, I love wine when I got a little bit of a cold. Honestly, yeah, it's um, and this is the first time I'm having the cigar and the wine together, so I'm really excited about that. Now, Coop, I listened to your other show, and you were talking about pairings. I gotta kind of come after you a little bit. We're not trying to pair the wine with the cigar. You can do that. Mm -hmm. But what we wanted to do was create the nuance that the wine has and the French oak to add to the broadleaf. Um, I smoke cigars and have wine all the time, but this was just kind of a, a little bit of a thing that we wanted to do to kind of add an expression to the cigar. So our comment, um, our comment. Yep. No, I'm, 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 I'm an honorary person. So if anything that I say, don't take it with a grain of salt. Life's nope. short. Got to, got to, got to laugh at myself all the time. Cause I mean, look at me in that video. I look like a Muppet. Oh my goodness. I mean, <laughs> well, it's tough watching yourself on these videos. You're like, yeah. dear yeah. Lord. And Aaron, um, I, I tell you, you, you have been a great member of our audience on the show. You, you've tuned in a lot and it's very much appreciated. I know for all of us. Um, so, um, thank you. Well, at the heart of it, I am a cigar nerd. I love cigars. Actually, cigars were the first thing that got me into wine. Um, was born and raised in Wichita, Kansas, known as flyover country to a lot of people. Farm country. Uh, went to Wichita State, took care of a uh, family ranch, did construction for my dad, and then uh, the fun job was working at the cigar shop. I actually, when I was 18, I started working at Cigar Chateau. And uh, there's actually a picture of me with the Macanudo bus wearing my Macanudo polo. Macanudo bus. You just, you I just mean, dated, wow. Dated, yeah. You just dated yeah. yourself. Alex and, Paul, Alex and Paul have no idea what you're talking no. about. Yeah. No, really? I know, uh, I know what it is, but that's way I think it was 2001 when the, when the Macanudo bus rolled in and it was the coolest thing. My mom even showed up and sat inside and we're all smoking cigars and I mean, you know, the days when you didn't have so many financial commitments to uh, run your business and the best thing you had was a cigar to celebrate, you know, life. But uh, fell in love with cigars and then I would be looking over in the wine shop next to the cigar shop and see all these different regions of the world, France, Spain, 
Italy and California that were producing all these different wines. And growing up in the Midwest, I think Abe, you're you tied to Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, I'm a Chicago. Very nice. My wife's from Naperville. Oh yeah, oh, know the wow. area very well. Yeah, and uh, fell in love with wine at a young age. I was tasting, started a wine tasting yeah. group when I was 23, uh, but have been smoking cigars since I was 18, and you know, uh, never gave it up. And it's always been kind of my yoga, my moment to just shut down and just relax. And everybody leaves me alone and I'm able to be outside and smoke two or three a day. If I have a, you know, typically a week, I'll probably five days a week, I'll commit to two a night, um, just to chill, to shut down. And, you know, was, really kind of in this situation in 2020 we had two huge fires here in napa valley and i don't know if you guys kind of are we, are we big other than alex are we big wine guys do we follow wine in, Abe, in my Paul, house we are i mean okay. yeah, level two right yeah my wife she knows his stuff yeah yeah, yeah. pay attention Two older sisters and a dominant mom and a wife from Chicago. Oh, yeah. I got to pay attention. <laughs> Holy uh, so uh, really, you know, we, we farm and people forget with all the beautiful vineyards and, and with all the beautiful packaging. At the end of the day, we're farmers. And I always tell people when a hailstorm comes through Kansas and takes down wheat, you're not propping it up and bringing the combine through. You lose your harvest. And... Mm -hmm. You know, we make world-class wines. We don't make a lot of it. It is very highly allocated. A lot of our customers are incredible and uh, want something that most people can't have. And we create a luxury product for them, which means as humans, we get little involved. And what we do is we source fruit from some of the best vineyards, use only the best French oak barrels. We have one of the best winemaking teams on the planet. And we're husband and wife team trying to create something really bespoke and really very limited and, and teaching kind of the site, the, the varietal and kind of what that is. Well, when you have two fires that start in August and then go all the way into October, smoke and ash is good with a cigar, but not with wine. And we didn't make anything. And I was trying to survive as a smaller brand. I, I, I'm, I always laugh and I tell people, you know, I work with billionaires and millionaires here and uh, we're thousandaires trying to survive with our own business being entrepreneurs and we're all in, but we couldn't A, be shut down here in California and not ha sell wine and then lose a whole vintage. So we had to be creative. So I, I do some design work, as you can tell on our packaging, it's very ornate um, yeah, and really nice. everything kind of tells a story in the place but was doing some work with a, a firm in London to work with some really limited high-end scotches uh, from Scotland. And this all started with me kind of working with them on these kind of premium products that were very limited with, you know, 30, 40, 50 year old single malts. And one of the guys that I was working with, he goes, yeah, we've got this bottle that was astronomically ridiculously priced. And he goes, we aged it in a Madeira barrel. And being a nerd in the, the wine world, I said, well, who was the producer of the Madeira? And he just goes, I have no 
clue you know and i was like well what was the barrel and he's like i have no clue and i'm like well we're charging thousands of dollars for literally no story okay all right and that <laughs> kind of had this little light bulb went off and i always wanted to do something with our barrels i had had you know worked with some different firms and different things and i was like oh my gosh this would be really fun to age tobacco in and tell the story of this french oak that leaves kind of like you saw in the video comes from france comes to napa valley makes a world-class cabernet and then aged the tobacco in that so just like following the little barrel from france to california now that the dominican republic or wherever we were going to house the tobacco and tell that story and then the nuance of that little barrel where it went. So I'd called on some friends in the cigar industry. I don't know if you guys know John Farragan. He's now with La Aurora, but he had been with uh, General Cigar. And he lives in Lenexa outside of Kansas City. And we had a home there, a second home there at the time. And him and I were always catching up. And I was kind of running these ideas by him. And I had talked to some other people and manufacturers in the industry. But I think they didn't realize I was actually being serious. Uh, but I was in the road and he goes, Hey, you need to call my former boss, Chris Tarr. I don't know if you guys have ever met Chris Tarr with STG. I've met him. Man's the man's a legend. Yep. <laughs> um, my wife and I and our two dogs were on the road slinging wine because California was shut down. So we were all over the country doing private wine dinners and selling wine to keep our doors open. And we were leaving Colorado and headed back through Nevada and got on the phone with chris he's like well, why don't you swing through vegas and we'll have lunch so we drove there had lunch with him uh hit it off and then went to uh, his golf course and had three or four cigars together talked about stuff i told him what i kind of wanted to do and he said we're going to do something together and this is something that i've always wanted to do that man created the momentum and made this whole thing happen. I mean, and it was not him wanting to say, well, let's just beat around the bush and let's talk about this. He's like, what do you need? We need people like you who are in the super premium that are the, in the fields. We need to touch the base to those people and do something super special. We're all in and let's tie it in to Macanudo. And I was just like, are you, is this like a practical joke? You know, where's Aston Kutcher? You know, we're, we're, what? <laughs> what's happening right now and um he's like let's do this he's like you can we'll, we'll take all of your you know your barrels and let's let's do something let's ship them to the dominican republic so we sent eight of our barrels that made the 2018 royal appointment that you guys are chasing the 2021 royal appointment right now um by the way how is it it's actually really good really uh, good it's, yeah. it's it's unique. I, I was going to ask you about this, but you were getting so enthralled about tobacco. Sorry. No, no, it's okay because I'm actually reading on this, and this says only eight barrels of this was produced. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, that and that's our largest production. That's the only Valley Floor Cabernet that we make. We we really make. We're known for our uh, hillside, very hard to farm, hard to get to single vineyard Cabernets from the mountains. Uh, the Royal Appointment is our flagship. It is the most beautiful and elegant fruit forward, kind of more sultry. It is very fruit forward. I mean, I noticed it yeah. right away as soon as I took my first sip. 
So your product, I, I heard now I hear you mentioned bespoke, allocated, April. Your product, I'm not gonna go down and find this in the store when I'm on my way home. No, no. We're really direct to consumer. Um you have to kind of know about us to be able to experience, you know, it's me or my wife that hosts everybody. Um, we've got 3000 people on our mailing list. Wow. We were in great restaurants so like French Laundry Press here in Napa Valley. And then we're only distributed in Kansas, my home state. And as you can imagine, you know, not a lot of we're we're in like exclusive hunt clubs, country clubs and select restaurants. They really know how to tell our story. And then we're in Texas as well. And mostly like we're at, you know, really cool hunt clubs uh, that you get to go to and light up cigars and pop a bottle of cab or have your whiskey and kind of celebrate this country. Um, so, and so that's kind of what we do, really. So that eight barrels. This bottle here, if you don't mind, I ask. So this bottle here, if I come to your website, what is this? Uh, this, this, Royal so appointment. that the royal appointment's 175 a bottle okay. nice. and then we have cabs that go to 325 a bottle uh depending on the vineyard and the family that we work with and the fruit we really go places that most people can't go so kind of think of flint knoll as like a really high-end restaurant that is going like a michelin star to a michelin star that's trying to go and purvey produce or a barrico ham or wagyu beef to the best farmers so we go lease the incredible rows and blocks from these different vineyards and literally be stewards of them and create the flint knoll take on their vineyard or farm and create these really, really dialed in elegant and all of the wines have their own story and tell their own personality because of where they grew up, the soil, the clone and how we farm that vineyard. So they're really, really, you know, kind of micro farming and trying to, you know, really dying like the royal appointment is fruit forward texture spice and that's why those barrels i wanted to use those first we're we've got other barrels from our mountain vineyards up in, in the dominican republic and we're testing a bunch of stuff which is super fun um but the royal appointment was i knew the one that would be the best to start because it just has this beautiful fruit texture and this kind of like christmas spice thing going on yeah um so yeah and I'm sorry, I feel so, I I feel so left out now. <laughs> it's, it's, Aaron, it's very smooth too. It's a very smooth on on the palate that as well. It doesn't have that hint of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. That that I, I normally get when I drink Cabernet. You know, what I mean, it just mm -hmm. kind of yep. goes with Cabernet. A lot. I'm not getting that at all. Yeah, some people pick sometimes too late and kind of create this reduced kind of cab that gives you that kind of bitterness and alcohol and high alcohol. We're, we're really not trying to do that. I always kind of break it down with people when it comes to farming and talking about like tomatoes, you know, you're, if you want to make a good gravy in your Italian, it's a sauce, you're going to want to use aroma or an heirloom that shows more acidity and hardiness to make the sauce. If you use a cherry tomato, it's going to be a lot sweeter and then if we're just talking about tomatoes, if you pick a green one, it's not going to have the same flavor as a ripe tomato, correct? And so 
it's all about being, paying attention as the farmer or and what you're doing and when you're picking your fruit and what's your end goal. Are you wanting to make a gravy or you want to make a beautiful salad with the cherry tomatoes? So um, we try to make a purpose and we can only produce so much wine because of the attention to detail that we're doing in these vineyards. So now the barrels themselves you know, with, with winemaking, there's a very limited use to them, right? I mean, it's usually what one to three times you can use a barrel. Yeah. I mean, so to be a hundred percent new French oak, it has to become unused from France or sometimes they'll put them together here in Napa. They'll ship the, the wood over and then they'll, they'll make all the staves here, but you can only use it once. And then it's, it's, then it's no longer new oak. Okay. No long, and then it's then there's a second use and a third use. By the time that you use it the third time, it is really just a vessel for the wine to set in and to breathe. Uh, think about a making tea and having a tea bag. The first time you use it, it really concentrates right, right, and makes right. the tea. And then every time that you use that little bag, and again, it kind of dilutes the potency. So same thing with the French barrels. So um we use them really twice uh 70 to 80 percent is always new so we're buying those barrels so those barrels run from 800 to run 2200 a pop and then we're able to only use those you know very once and then the rest we'll use them to kind of house the wine to give them more fruit and texture on the palate because if you use 100 percent new french oak to me, it, it kind of masks and gives a kind of a sharpness to the wine and you're not allowing the vineyard and the fruit to speak for the for the wine. So you because really it's don't too want... power. It's too powerful. The oak, the oak flavor it is. becomes I mean, too much. Yeah. You come over to my house. We have a really beautiful tomahawk steak. The marbling is beautiful. And then I just sit there and over salt it and over pepper it. And you're like, hey, man, you just ruined a beautiful piece of beef. Because I got too aggressive on the simple seasoning as salt and pepper, and you want to kind of dial that back because you want to taste the animal that sacrificed itself for you and taste it, not just the salt and the pepper. So for right. me, overusing oak can sounds cool, uh, but it's it's really you're trying to elevate, and, and the French oak is the spice box for the winemaker. So you want to not overuse it. You want to use it to complement the wine. Okay. How do you choose? See, this is a question I had even when I was, um, when I was in, um, Kentucky, but I had the pleasure of, uh, of meeting Bill Samuels Jr. And, and spending a couple of days with him and asking him how, you know, how did they originally start choosing barrels and where, who to have manufacture them and met the Cooper Smith. And, but it, it was just a long process where they decided over years and years and years, what family they were going with for, for the bourbon. How do oh, yeah. you decide that? Well, so there's, you know, because it's so important the, to what you do, it that it, it becomes a, a huge portion of of what the end product's going to be. Which Cooper Smith you choose? Really, you want the winemaker, who's the chef in essence, to really have the lead on that as a vintner and the proprietor. My job is to put people in place and not overstep my bounds of, you know, being thinking I'm too cute and I have it all figured out because I don't. I'm human. <laughs> right. um, we have kind of a vision of the style of wine that Meredith and I want to produce. Elegance, texture, layers, spice. And our winemakers, Philippe and Mayan, 
are really kind of the most highly highly decorated, excuse me, winemakers here in North America. Philippe, our lead winemaker, was the head winemaker at Hope Brion in France, which is the first growth, and then Chateau Petrus, which is the wine of the Queens, you know, Merlot. Um, and, you know, his resume is ridiculous. And so when we sat down and we're talking about creating a product, they know Terenceau, Darnajou, Sylvain, all of these premium French oak barrels that we want to use are yeah. going to complement what we're trying to produce in the wine so they're taking the lead and then we get to uh you know every year we're still figuring it out we're we we're not perfect we're still trying to hone everything in that's the awesome thing it's like a human every day you have the option to get better and in the winemaking business we need to get better next year is going to be better than this year because we're learning this harvest right right and then turning that over to, I mean, because it's not the first, this is not the first time necessarily that cigars have been aged in, in, in wine barrels, but it seems to be, you know, having, having a name like this, having your name, which obviously you, you've told us about the, the exclusivity of the product and how much time you take into the finesse in the product, putting it into, uh, into production with, with Macanudo I mean, Abe, you would know better than I would. Like, I, I don't. Are there are there other stories of 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 a winemaker like this being involved in a cigar pro- project? There was a winemaker I know of that worked with Tatuaje or had cigars made that Pete was selling. Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about Coop. I don't remember, but yeah, I think it starts with an S. I can't even remember it now. I can almost okay. see it. Now, Pete's um, a big Pete's a big wine guy. Well, Pete's a big wine guy, but. There was a Napa Valley winery that had done some, and it's been done before. But I mean, I just been sitting here watching because this is the most active Paul DeCrocco's been in the last. Right, right. I just like I feel like I'm watching. Like, who is he? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> what, the wine, the wine world DeCrocco. fascinates me. Somebody the woke wine up world fascinates DeCrocco. me. It always has, and and I, I wish I was more. I wish I was I more it. knowledgeable. I love it when our it, fans remember the stuff I can't. Yeah, what I think Schrader's is Schrader's Schrader. that was that was Michael Herklotz was doing that. <laughs> Schrader cigar. So, anyways, we've talked a little bit about wine. We got to take a break. We can come back and talk a little about about this, which I think is actually very good and fascinating. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in hour two, um, we're gonna have a uh, name that jam. Aaron, how's your musical acumen? You uh, up to good? You up to par? We're gonna test it when we get back from the break. Uh, I've, you know, I've watched your show many times. I hope I do better than when I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No pressure. So yeah. yeah, I might be like, oh, I'm lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk more about the cigar right after this. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. Keep it lit. <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, 
Liszt, Rasmaninoff, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, A.J. Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, and amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Here with the goat to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazi. These are all premium handmade name brands that you can find in any brick and mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break, going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Wanna turn it back on? exact same easy process you can turn it right back on we've made it that easy for you another great feature is our double down club alex tell them about the double down club we had so many of our members reach out to us really enjoyed our selections every month they wanted to know there was a way they can get two and we've made that very simple with a simple check mark you can get double this great selections every month and save ten dollars does our club have perks of course they have perks you want to tell them about the perks as a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out.
Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? <laughs> Great, it's perfect. Welcome back to Hour 2 of KMA Talk Radio this fine Saturday morning. Uh, as always, I'm here with the trusted gang, the man they call the GOAT, William the Scoop Cooper, and the Italian scallion himself, Shameless Paul. I had to throw that in there, buddy. Sorry. And uh, we have a very special guest. Don't Aaron, apologize to me. <laughs> I'm McCullis not the one that cares. Of, uh, Flint and Old Wines. We had a very interesting first segment yep. um, talking about the winery, the history, um, the exclusiveness. Um, I'm truly enjoying this wine. Oh, oh, that scenery change. Yeah, I know. I'm finally outside. I, I would have thought it was a green screen if I didn't know that you were what you did. I mean, <laughs> when, you hear the roost, when you hear the roosters and the fans going on in the background, yeah. But this is uh, this is my front porch. That's amazing. Wow. wow. This, yeah, this little pretty cool. God's good, man. It keeps blessing us. Pretty now, cool. if you just joined us, like Marshall Scott. Uh, we had a <laughs> we had a lot of talk in the first hour. You may want to go back and rewatch that and learn a lot of these things that are going on in the Great Smoke this year. Yep. Um, that being said, um, it's time to uh, start this hour as we usually do with our very special episode brought to you by the fine folks over at Avril Cigars. We're going to test your musical acumen right now with Name That Jam. <laughs> Okay, so um, I do have some bad news for Aaron. Uh, in retrospect, <laughs> I think that this is way too hard. Um, I can guarantee that you will all know the jam, but I will be highly impressed with anybody that can name this. Sorry. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, here we go. Cooper's got. I nailed it. Oh, I, I have. It. I, I will have song, it. But I have no idea what the it. name is. Everybody knows the song. Yeah, I have the band. I mean, I'm picturing the Sandlot right now when they're when they're walking out. Like, but I, can't, I don't know a, the name this of the is, song. This was a, this was a layup for me. I'll just tell you that right now. So. Wow. Yeah. Anyone have any guesses other than Coop? No. I mean, it was played on the oldies I'm station. I'm gonna lie, when I first heard it, I either thought it was ZZ Top or a George Thorogood song, but I can see by the messages I'm wrong. I'm actually in Coop. Yeah, not as not as hard as I thought. Cooper, God, this was the, the Green Onions, Book of T and the MGs. God, I had no idea, no clue what the name would. I never heard the name or the song's name. No, but I know the song. But everybody right, knows the jam. Everyone knows the reveal. Green onions. Yeah. Listen, if my life depended on knowing 
even having a hint of that in my head, I'd be dead. I have no, I had no clue that it was called that. I've never heard of those. I, wow. Oh, that well, was a good one. There was another fine episode of Name That Jam brought to you by the fine folks of Avo Cigars, creating musical melodies with cigars for decades and decades to come. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So, Okeechobee Music Fest. I, I, I never even heard of this band. <laughs> were they a one-hit wonder? Booker T. No, they were. They were, but they were way before a lot of people's time. They were in the sixties. Yeah, they were, they, that's yeah. that's Marcus from the shop on yes. YouTube. Yeah. Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that that I, doesn't surprise me. He's a, that guy's everywhere. Everywhere they, we go, I see him at any event. It doesn't matter what it is. He I, he always comes out of the woodwork yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they're they're an instrumental band. They were also a band that did a lot of um. They were they were studio backing and session musicians for a lot of people as well. There you have it. All right, let's get Talk into about more tracks about this cigar. Uh, I'm smoking last year's yes. release. So and Coop, Coop, during our prep for the this show, you were speaking very high accolades about this cigar. Yeah, this is this is a really good cigar um the churchill one's the one i love especially and we we did a we have a smoking syndicate roundtable that's what ben lee's brand is and and uh, bear brought this cigar saying hey you guys need to smoke this on the roundtable and we were just blown away i mean this cigar it's got a a vanilla note in it it's smooth it's it's unlike a macanudo i've had in a long time it really, uh, everything just just clicked with this cigar. It, it's, this reminds it's, me of the old Macanudo Estate selection and some of the really good years. That's what this took me right back to. That's what like I, know been, I know they've been trying to reinvent Macanudo with the Inspirados and nothing against that, but this kind of brought me back to what Macanudo was all about. And I don't know if you've tried it yet. But the retro hail on this is actually pretty wild. It is. Yes. It actually has flavor. You know, usually yeah. I get mostly yeah. tingling or burn, or it actually has um, flavor, and it, it could be easily yeah. done on this too. It's. Uh, Are you a big retro hailer, Abe? I I I kind of will retro hail every cigar I smoke at some point, just, just to, to see see where yeah. it's at. But it's not something I will do throughout a cigar. That me unless it, there's certain cigars I'll do it with. Like when if there's certain cigars that I smoke that I know I I like to retrohale with, but I'm the same thing. Most of the time it's on accident, and then it's either that horrific burn or no. I I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, it's never on accident. I purposely do it. It's just I, I get to a point where I said, all right, let me see how this retrohales, and I'll try. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. After too and, much wine, would you try to retrohale a Neanderthal or a Jacob's Ladder? That's or the chisel. <laughs> Don't do that. Do <laughs> that. Yeah. You'll start crying. It, Abe, you nailed it too. It's flavor. I don't get that pepper like that's that's right. all over my right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is all me. This is all me. I'm not a huge huge pepper guy. So no, this that's, is that's that's all. Interesting cigar. It, it and, just and it, I've been smoking these now. Like I said, then they they're just aging better. Every they just continue to age better as I smoke them. So this how cigar, much of that flavor profile comes from the oak? Because obviously the vanilla is. Is that from the oak, that, that vanilla undertone that Coop is talking about? I think it is. I think, you know, when we're, when we're blending wine together, we're trying to hit the palate. And it's just like a chef trying to do the acid, the salt, and the fat. 
And, you know, a cigar farming tobacco is not a lot different than making wine. And we're trying to fill all the fillers, the binder and the wrapper to complement the whole palate. And one of the fun things that we wanted to do and the whole team in the Dominican Republic uh, who are awesome and very patient to deal with me being a psychopath sometimes. And then Justin and actually, you know, the whole crew, we wanted to do the binder, which typically is the lower you know, primings of the tobacco and it's there really for combustion and doesn't add as much a flavor as the wrapper and the fillers. So we thought, how fun would it be to add that nuance of the French oak, which I was hoping there would be that vanilla and that sweetness from the Cabernet to adding another level of your palate. The wrapper does its own thing, that Ecuadorian Connecticut. And then yeah. when we use the Matafina and the Jalapa and everything in the, in the, in the filler, that is already doing its core but that kind of slow buffalo the binder adding that nuance filling in that palette not infusing it or anything it's there in a very elegant soft way in a balance to just kind of add another layer of personality and flavor to the cigar is really what we're trying to do and that's we're hoping for that. And this is still, you know, for the first cigar that was, we did nine different blends took forever. And this was kind of the final one. Uh, and it just showed a really very opulent, very smooth and elegant cigar that was kind of sophisticated. It's not going to punch you in the face. It is just, and I love retro helling. I think it adds another layer to the, the cigar and the, the smoking experience. And we wanted to create something very pedigree and very pretty using those barrels. I have to admit, Aaron, typically when I've been involved in talks or interviews or even just a normal discussion with somebody involved in projects like this, it's very refreshing to actually talk to somebody that actually knows anything about the cigar side of, of yeah. projects like this. Because it, it's, believe it or not, it doesn't happen a lot. You know, well, somebody, no. Somebody like yourself or somebody will get involved in a project, they'll throw their name on there, not really understanding the secondary product of what they're involved in. You know, well, thank I, you. I, that's I, a that's a compliment. Well, yeah. I think that's part of probably why you got a a yes, maybe quicker than you expected. You you had a plan of what you wanted to do. It wasn't yeah. just, hey man, I you know, I make wine and I want to do something with cigars. Like, you Here, know, buy my and, barrels. And that's what and not even just you know, I make wine, yeah, you know, I'd love barrel, to do yeah. 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 So you you had a plan of what you envisioned, which which you know makes it much easier for somebody to say, Okay, I, you know, I'm on board. You're not just looking to do something and I'm gonna I'm gonna put on all the work in. It's it's refreshing to see that somebody that's like Abe said, you know, you're not only involved, but understand the process and the nuances and, and are able to talk about it. I, I mean, I sit here and I pinch myself. I'm so lucky. I'm talking to the four of you who I listen to. I'm a nerd about cigars. I love cigars and to be able to do this and to, to put our touch and to have this passion to be able to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm a lucky man and I'm blessed. And I, I just thank God every day. I'm like, this is just don't screw this up, Aaron, you know? <laughs> um, and, but we're having so much fun and that's why I kind of want to, you know, a lot of people don't know much about us. Don't know much about the wines unless you're a collector. I want to get out there and I want to tell the story. I want to be in front of people because I, I love what we're doing and there's a heart behind it and there's a passion and we're not just doing it to do it we're doing it because there's a lot of love in it you know it's it's interesting because 
so my my wife is is doing a, a job right now. She's working, but she was she was watching, and she's you know very obviously being a psalm. She's very into lesser known wines and whatnot. She hadn't heard of you, and she looked you up yesterday, and she's like, "How have I not heard of these guys?" She and she was just texting me. She's like, "Where? How do we get this?" And I sent her the website. She's like, "Okay," but but that's that's what this is really really cool about like we get to be exposed to people like you that maybe we wouldn't normally you know uh hear about you so i i like that what i want to ask coop and abe what's it what's it like pairing them the the cigar and the wine together do you taste the similarities between the two in in an abstract way yeah, yeah. okay that's so, a good way to put so what this wine is typically the ones in their categories and and like kind of where it states from the norm is kind of where this this cigar would be in an abstract way to similar cigars it has a different and you know the extra layers that aaron's talking about you could actually yeah. you know, a lot of time when people talk about layers or whatever it's it doesn't transcend well for everyone but there's a definitive extra layer of an experience or something in both the wine and the cigar, in my opinion. And everybody's been hearing us talk before you talk, Coop, but I want to get this out before we forget. Everybody's been hearing us talk about the cigar. So if you're watching this show, um, good today and tomorrow only, um, we have a special offer if someone wants to try a five-pack or add a single to one of their make-their-own-five-packs or want to splurge and jump on a box, save a lot of money. Um, we have a code. And I believe is that code good for this year and last year's? We still have some of yes, last year's. Yes, we still have some of last year's. Yeah, if you're part of our Cigar of the Month Club, you were lucky enough last July or June uh, to have tried last year's vintage. Um, but if you'd like more of it or want to try this year's vintage, here's a code for you to go to smoking.com and save a what little bit. What is the code, Alex? I don't um, have it. Flint 15. Did we not yeah, talk about this in the pre-show prep? F L I N T one five. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, you want to give some stuff away to it? Oh, very cool. So new thing, right? Uh, what do we have? Four five packs? We have four five packs of you know what? I'm gonna assume because he didn't tell me about it. I'm assuming he's sending these two boxes of this year's selection. Yes. Yes. So we have four five packs of this year's selection. I, I'm not gonna lie, I saw this on the Rocky Mountain Cigar Show. I love them. Like, all right, we got to start. We got to try this one. This is going to be fun. So we have four or five packs to give away if you're listening. Um, Alex, why don't you explain how they could do that? Sure. So very simple. All you have to do is put hashtag Flint Knoll in the comments, and you will be automatically entered to possibly win yourself a five It's pack. right so, there, guys. Flint Knoll. It's right there. Flint I, I Knoll. That my audience. My audience right. is terrible with hashtags. Do we, do, we have an over, do we have an over and under how many people will write it wrong? If you write oh, it wrong, man. you're not getting it. <laughs> F-L-I-N-T-K-N-O-L-L. In case you're listening somewhere where That's you're That's what going. I have to do, Alex. I have to put it up like this. We already have one guy who did it wrong. There we go. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's not wow. It. Was it was it Quinton? Right right <laughs> oh, God dang it, it's moving too Yeah, oh, blow it. Yeah, Richard, get back in there. Get back in there. <laughs> yeah. How Aaron, how did because I haven't tried this year's, but it's the same pretty much recipe, but any nuances? What did you kind of pick between the two? So the first release is the 18 vintage. So it shows the right. whole 
farming season of of that vintage of making yep. that Cabernet for 2018. The second release is from the 2019, and two different vintages for the wines, completely different character. The 18 is going to be a little more umptious and dark fruit, where the 19 is going to be a little more spice and a little more flirty and fruit forward. Right. You'll get that uh, more nuance and more vanilla and uh, kind of a little more little toastiness in the second release. I think, uh, Coop, I agree with you. The first release with time and age, they're getting better. And it's this is like yeah. a, a cigar to the nuances of the barrels are actually coming out more. And so there's a little touch of the sweetness in the second release that I think that imparts because of that vintage of the wine that shows a little more of that kind of pronounced, but not not intrusive i it is it's beautiful um and then the third release will be the 2021 that you are drinking right now obviously we didn't make it 2020 but the 2021 that you guys are drinking right now those barrels are have already been shipped to the dominican republic uh to age the the american broadleaf in those barrels uh so it'll be fun to when we have all of them side by side over time to taste them just get yeah. those nuances yeah, I love that you guys are doing that too with the barrels and, and then you know the tobaccos, you know, are pretty much um it's the, it's the same, same blend. Recipe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good blend. They, this is a really good blend too. Uh, like you said on your show, the syndicate, don't screw this up, Justin. Don't yeah. oh yeah, see Justin. Up. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, where is Justin, by the way? <laughs> yeah. He's probably yeah, no, I, 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 we were, we were, yeah. <laughs> we kick on Justin a lot though, but <laughs> he's an easy target. He's an easy, and, and he brings it all on himself, Aaron. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But I love that man. No, he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. So, uh, looks you know, like you have... know, yeah, you know how to. You're in charge of this, so I'll let you switch over to. The I was list. giving everybody yeah, a few minutes. I was no going to wait. I was going to wait till we. Yeah, I mean, we could let it ride. We have actually 29 entries in right now. So if there's yeah. anybody else watching, you want to jump in. We can. Alex, what do you this cigar? What's that? What do you think of the cigar? So I, I I like the cigar. I really do. I am a I am a lighter Four type body. smoker. I, oh. I enjoy a good Connecticut. I enjoy a, a lighter and a more complex and nuanced cigar rather than a a, a, a heavy bold cigar. And um, this has it has just enough for me. So it's it's not it's not so light that it's forgettable. It's got that nice nuanced flavor, and, and and like these guys said, it has a certain sweetness and, and and just certain little things that you pick up that are that are outside of the normal range of of the typical um, lightly made Connecticut. So it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable, and it also it it, it really the, the strength level is um, mild, which is yes. which is great for me. And 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 I, I like I said, I enjoy a mild cigar, uh, especially at this time of day. So no, this is this is well done. The construction yeah. is great. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't had any issues with burn or the no. draw is perfect. This great. is very well wow. done cigar. I mean, and I Abe, you had the Toro. Is that what you were smoking? Yeah, Abe and I have the Toro. The Toros, the Churchill. Yeah. I know Churchill's Toro's amazing. an easy selling, but the Churchill. I'm old school. I love Churchills, and everybody's like, <laughs> I don't have enough time. And I'm like, if you're lighting up a cigar, man, then light up a you know a cigar. And this I is a special occasion cigar. Yep. The the Churchill is just hitting on all cylinders. I, the Toro is good. It is really good. Um, but the Churchill that that 
really just that balance from the wrapper and the binder and the fillers is just the perfect um, size. Well, Dave Mealy uh, confirmed it's the new vintage and uh, it'll be Churchill. So we got yes. four or five packs. Wow, nice Churchill, job. Churchill. Um, of this year's vintage of the Flint Knoll Macanudo. And uh, I think it's going to be a great prize. And uh, we're going to see how uh, cool this is to give this stuff away. We haven't given away stuff on KMA. You know, when we first started KMA, Cooper, remember, we used to give away stuff to all every show. Yeah, it was a every show giveaway. you had like three giveaways, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's been a long stuff, time. Yeah. Stuff like nice that. to see that back. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cool to kind of incorporate a giveaway. Well, you know, part, part of it was we used to have call ins to win stuff. And you know, then we lost use of the studio. and this and that. So this kind of feature is kind of a nice way to kind of still give stuff away. So if you're watching this later in the week, there's no point in putting the hashtag. You missed it. Yeah, it's sorry. only done during a live, but yeah. I think that's why we actually started giving away because when we hit syndication and we started playing in New York, and Atlanta, they were on Every, everybody's days. late. Everybody's yeah, late. it was on Sundays at some on some yeah, months, I remember. So, the studio was getting calls on days our shows was going on. Right, Atlanta, Atlanta, and New York were on yeah. Sunday. There, yeah. it, it was it was difficult. Yeah. It was difficult. Yeah. I think that's when we started. We stopped doing uh, giveaways, but this kind of makes it cool. So yeah, this is neat. really cool. Yeah, and you know, Aaron, this like I said, this is a this is really a cigar you wanna enjoy the churchill it's a savor of the moment cigar don't you don't want to rush through this when you have time no. i look at this as like it's a very good special occasion cigar i put this up with any of the premium connecticut's that are out there right now yeah i agree better than most yeah, actually. yeah thank yeah, you i really want this was absolutely a home run thank you that's awesome yeah. to hear you guys say that that is uh that means we're doing something right you well, know, let, me you, let me tell you, and while I may have not scorched earth while you being on the show, I definitely wouldn't say nice things if I didn't think it. So I can tell you that. Much. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, if you watch the show, you know that's the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, let me ask something. Um, mm -hmm. Is this? Do you have a contract to do this for so many years? Will this? Or is this just a year-to-year -year project at this point? I know that we had talked about a three-year project. I think it's on the success that the cigar does. I mean, obviously, if it if people don't understand what it is and if it doesn't make sense, then it just it it won't have legs, and that's a, just a sheer business move. So, you know, with the team like Mealy behind us now, I mean, you know, our second release is just dialed in, and we're getting in front of more people. It's just now getting the cigar in front of people, and then them enjoying the fruits of our labor and, and our hard work and hopefully understanding what we're doing. And, um, you know, the more that we can get it out there, I think they want to do stuff. Like I said, we have other barrels in the Dominican Republic from some of our hillside stuff. Sorry, there's a, is a tractor too loud that's driving by right now. We're not okay. picking it up. No. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we're experimenting stuff in the Dominican Republic from our single vineyard hillside stuff. This is from the Royal appointment wine that we make. Uh, and we're aging a Merlot barrel, uh, some tobaccos in a Merlot barrel. We're, we're doing a special project, Justin and I and the team in the Dominican Republic from our Pritchard Hill, which is a very prestigious, iconic mountain here in Napa that makes some, some of the most highly allocated and, expensive wines coming from Napa and we're literally honing that farm, that vineyard, that mountain 
in the tobacco to see what story that that tobacco will tell. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, but we just don't know yet because it's all being experienced. So I hope it takes off. I hope we can continue to do this. Um, but that's kind of where we're at right now. Well, at least at least we know we got it for this year to enjoy. I think people who try it are going to be very pleasantly pleased. Yeah, really well, yeah. I agree. You uh, you want to give some stuff away, Ed? Yeah, let's let's test this puppy. Let's take it for our first ride. Test this puppy out. Look, Paul. Right. Paul is signaling. I have nothing to do with this. No, no, no I'm not- saying hands off so we don't accidentally double click each other. Yeah, I got it. I'm my hands right. are off. So, folks, here's here's the way this is going to work. I'm going to tell you now. I will not chase you. If you win, you either need to send Abe or myself a message on Facebook Messenger with your name and information where to ship it to or if you don't if you're on youtube and you don't have facebook messenger send an email to info at smoking.com with your information where to ship you have to 14 days to claim the prize after yes. that don't don't message us do so it. If you're that, i'm sitting i'm yeah. sitting if at alex's desk and smoking them with him. yeah if you're on this list that means you're watching so there's no excuse to you know i don't have to chase you <laughs> but here we go let's get some winners it's cool the screen see how this works. Right. draw yeah, number one we- should we throw a bottle of wine in there to somebody too? You know, well, then hold on. let me put, let me enter myself then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say that's going to be the case. Oh, Winner. ah, Andrew, Andrew. Good guy. Congratulations, Andrew. So before you draw the next one, I've been diddling around. So I, I just need to share this with Aaron to, to let him know how I really feel. Cause sometimes I know people think you're bullshitting. So my wife is the real like person who got me into wine. When we started dating, she had a glass of wine like every night. Like early in the relationship, you start saying, Oh, I hope she's not a wino, not drunk. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't experience that. She had wine and she's the one that really got me into wine. And I took her to Napa a couple of years ago. We had a phenomenal experience. We're going back. And I'm drinking this and I'm saying to myself, you know, she, she's gonna really like this wine. And I, you know, I wasn't planning on drinking at home. We have a you know bar here. I was opened it up here. I was just gonna leave this here. The guys outside, I texted him during the show, they couldn't find the cork. So he bought me some other cork that looks like it was from a, a liquor bottle or something. And I've shaved it and edged it down. <laughs> so I can cork this bottle and bring it home for my wife to have. Well, I sent you two. Well, um, Alex, Alex, I'm giving Alex the other one because even though he doesn't drink, his in-laws are in town and they're very big wine drinkers. So I gave it to him. But I, I will be well, taking this home. Well, and- here's... So let me send you some more, a little care package for having me on, and then you and your wife can open it together, a fresh bottle, and enjoy it at a nice dinner. Perfect. Thank I'll you. come over that night. <laughs> my my <laughs> wife actually uses fuck, Lock I them out. Um, I see her use it all the time because I don't often drink as much as or as often as she does, I should say. Um, what's it called? It's the needle system that that yeah, the one you, you a little Corvin. A Corvin. Yeah, we have a Corvin. We have a Corvin. So. Like she won't even break open a bottle. If I'm not drinking, if I'm drinking with her, that's fine because like two glasses, you know, is half the bottle basically. So by three, you're pretty much done. But if I don't drink with her, she uses the Coravin for every bottle. She won't even. I, crack I it. have it in the. <laughs> I have it in a bottle right now on the counter because I'm the only one drinking. I, you gave I, it to me. Abe. Well, because we discovered it, and when we went to yeah. Napa a few years back, I'm like this is awesome. So yeah, yeah before we, that, I used to use the pump ones, which do okay, but you got to wow. make sure you keep pumping them throughout the day. Like Coravin. every day, you got to go. Well, and that being said, any of you that come to Napa, 
reach out. I would love to host you. That'd be fun to catch up in person, pour you the whole lineup. Um, you know, that would, that's the whole experience and, uh, it's a lot of fun and the wines are gorgeous. And then, uh, we'll have a little cigar afterwards. Abe oh, got that, to do yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. Was it two years ago, Abe, or three years yeah. ago you guys went? Two or three years well, ago. I got very lucky. Yeah. So um, our good friend Michael hooked me up with a lot of people, so we got treated very, very well. Actually, got to go to the French Laundry. Um, there you go. Yeah. Michael's um, got some connections. And it was really um, a great time. In fact, I was very – one of the things I really kind of was strange is, like, you have Napa Valley and you have the rest of California. Yeah. It's it's yes. like such a different culture and mentality, even of just the people in Napa, than anywhere you experience in California. We enjoyed it a lot. So I was actually going to ask Aaron later off the show because I didn't want you, you know, put you on the spot if you didn't. But I was going to ask no, you yeah. and stuff. So we'll definitely be reaching out in the near future because the Napa trip is definitely on our account. Yeah, I would love that. We yeah, kind of, it's... we kind of oddly like to go like toward the very end of season, like early October, because. The crowds ain't there, and I know the fields don't look as great, but you really um, get December, January, February is the best. I mean, it, it, if it's raining here, it kind of looks like Scotland and Ireland because everything's so green, but you don't have the canopy on the vines. But it is not busy. Like right now is harvest. We've been getting up early. Right. Yesterday was our last day of harvest, and everybody's here, uh, and we're it's it's go time but uh yeah that those are great months to visit because we actually have you know some time on our hands right that's why we really yeah. enjoyed it we really did all right i'll see who else is taking home a five pack all righty next five pack coming up yeah i like the way this thing works that is cool oh Richard. On his second attempt, it's a good thing he re-entered. That's right. He misspelled it the first time. Right? Two All more, right. Buddy. Two more. Jason, congratulations. Nice. There you go. And now for the last five pack. Oh, oh, oh. I love that you can see the names that just oh, don't. Oh, Danny. Denny, there we can't have a raffle without Denny taking something home. I tell you, man, he's got some luck. He really does. He really does. That's good karma. Congrats to all the winners. Now, did you mention you wanted to throw a bottle in? I don't want to put you on the spot, but I thought I heard it, and I don't want to act like I ignored you. No, let's do it. I'll just need their, you know, place that they ship, an email. Someone's going to have to sign for it because it's alcohol. But, well, yeah, I mean, if I can get all their shipping uh, email address, an email that actually works, it's always helpful. All right, um, we're going to get that information for you. You heard what we need, everybody. Uh, we need your, obviously, address, where you want it shipped be prepared you'll have to sign for it and throw in your email and aaron was very kind and i trust me you're yeah. going to be very pleasantly pleased he's going to ship a bottle of wine to another lucky winner alex let's see who's going to get this puppy i really yeah. want to enter myself at this point yeah <laughs> oh if kma talk radio comes up don't don't well obviously we'll redraw i saw us in there 
Wait, oh my god! <laughs> wait, wait! That's, that, yes. Listen, I posted wait, that. Wait. I posted no, I that. Know. This wait, is that's not funny. I froze. All right, I froze. Here we go. That's funny. If you freeze, just tap your damn camera. Yeah, I I just got out of it. John, John Griffiths, who literally just said, "John, don't win shit." There you go, John. He, wait, hold on. There, yeah, baby. where is his? He just posted it. Oh, I can't find it now. It's in there. It's in there somewhere. Congratulations, there you go. John. Yeah. yeah. Don't win shit. You better, you better change Anyone. that hashtag. You, you need to change right. that hashtag now, John. There so make go. sure you reach out to Abe or myself. Send us your information. If you don't have Facebook Messenger, watching through YouTube. Send a, an email to info at smoking.com and uh, we will get you situated. All right, super cool. That's awesome. I, I like this system, I think it's cool. It worked, it worked well. I we'll have to incorporate well. this every What's now nice and is, is you know they're watching because it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, you don't have to, it's easier. You don't have to, yeah, chase I'm not, I'm not chasing you, you chase me. Oh, believe me, we went through pain on the coop with that there we go that's so funny to me that was nice of you uh aaron thank you for thank you yeah. yeah seriously yeah. absolutely listen it's been absolutely. on it's been on our our calendar to go to napa for so many many years but then we keep having kids uh no, going I have to no disneyland and stuff like yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah we've never right, i've right. never been and to thank disneyland you. thank you Disney I have World, never been to Disneyland. Right. disney world with, you know. we, we were it's, totally it's about 400 miles away from napa paul <laughs> totally I will cool. not. I will not dress up like Buzz Lightyear for you, Paul. We would totally like to go to Napa with Paul and Steph. The only problem is Paul would have to come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could see. I yeah. could see Brandy and Abe doing a secret trip with yeah. Stephanie, and then I get stuck with the kids. <laughs> no, no, my wife actually. Yeah. Likes Brandy, listen, Brandy and I don't get along. My wife we likes really everybody. That's the you know, yeah. That's true. A very loving woman. How do you think I got her? I don't know, actually. She, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, she's um, but she is she she is very knowledgeable about wines too, and I and and Brandy does have a good palate because I know her and Steph have gotten into conversations before about wine, um, and I think they have very similar palates. I have a I guess I have a good palate, but I don't know what I'm talking about. But I know what I like. That's usually my the the. The short end of it, and Stephanie translates hey, for me when we go to wineries. In the day, drink what you like. Don't overthink it. It's fermented grape juice. We make really beautiful wine, but you gotta like it and don't yeah. overthink it. You know, I mean, if it's not your style, it's not your style. Oh, because we never see that in the cigar industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Touche. Yeah, never see guys overthink stuff. Great stuff. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, Aaron, please feel free to stick around. We just gonna have a couple of closing segments, kind of in the home stretch of KMA Talk Radio this week. It's time to hit our man Coop up, see what is going on in the industry, catch us up to speed, my man Cooper. It's time for the scoop with Coop. Hey, y'all, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Okay. It's a little bit of a light week in news this week, but um, the big news that came out was... um, the announcement of that this, this comes out about this time every year with Davidoff is the uh, Davidoff Chinese Zodiac cigar. Uh, the upcoming, as everyone knows from listening to KMA, the update, uh, 
the Chinese New Year, it's Year of the Dragon. So this is a big one. And the Year of the Dragon collection was announced from Davidoff this week. And it's actually, first of all, what people don't realize, this is actually the second Year of the Dragon that's been released. They actually did one back in 2012, and it just went to the Asian market. Um, but no, we had some. We had some coop. The white label ones. Yeah, the, they the, had. The, we yeah, had, they the, had oh, oh, you mean they made a red one? Like, we had a Year of the Dragon here one year. There was a Year of the Dragon, but it, was, it didn't have very fancy packaging or anything. Oh, okay. The yeah, stuff went to the Asian market. So my question is, now that we're back to Year of the Dragon, have they done a full circle around the Zodiac? They have yeah. done the full circle around the Zodiac, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this has got to be the most complex yes. Chinese New Year release I've seen. Yeah, they definitely have done a lot of stuff this year with it. Um, The one that's going to go to the appointed merchants is going to be a 7.5 by 50 double Corona size. Uh, <laughs> it's going to have a rough cut. Um, It's going to have a rough cut footer from what uh, they said. That's, um, that's, that's this one, right? Ooh, that's yep, that yeah, 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 and it's got the it's got the footer bands. So you really can't see that part well, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be a um, those are gonna be in ten count boxes. Um, if you're an appointed merchant, if you're a flagship store, or if you're Davidoff's flagship stores, I should say, the ones that are owned by Davidoff, they're gonna get a six by fifty six um, Grand Toro size. So um, they are gonna be. Um, they're going to be priced pretty high, is what I'm going to say. So the um, the um, double Corona is going to be fifty nine dollars, and the uh, the uh, Grand Toros are going to be eighty nine dollars. And is that that's this one, Coop, and the three? That, yeah, that's going to be in a twenty five count box. Uh, it seems like these go up like ten dollars every year. Every year, literally. Up. literally. Yep. Yep. And, and yes. then you have the you, now you have that the, the Whopper. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so yep, you have the humidor, which is gonna have the Grand Toro size in that thing. Um, and it's gonna have uh, 88 Grand Toro cigars. Um, now they're not making a lot of these, there's all they're only making like 25 of these units, but uh, is that, it's what a, is it like 50,000? Yep, 30, actually, just under 49,000. So, yeah, so those are those are meant to be very, very limited there as far as, far as those go. Um, is that and only for flagship stores or any white label merchant? I believe they're for any anyone in that case. That's a good question. I don't think they have 25 flagship stores. I don't think so. Yeah, but some may get multiples is what I'm saying, too. I don't know. Right, I don't right. think they're flying multiples of those out anywhere. Right. <laughs> no. not, not at that cost. No, they're, um, they're also doing um, a cutter, an ashtray, and pipe tobacco. So the pipe tobacco done a couple times now. First year coop they delved into accessories. No, they've had some in the past too. For the for the for the zodiac calendars. Yeah, they've done some. Tiger had some, I think. Yeah, they've done a few of those accessories. This is the first year they're doing that humidor. I can tell you that. Are we showing the accessories? Do we have the pictures of them or no? I don't have them. They're in the they're they're in the the coop article. Yeah. All right. But uh, but yeah, the um, there's gonna be the, the cutters are um, it's like a gold plated cutter, uh, and they're they're not gonna be cheap. They're five hundred and eighty eight dollars, and the ashtrays gonna be four hundred and ninety dollars. You know, they're they're pretty high end uh, items that they're gonna have. So uh, anarchies for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so that's um, you should start seeing those in November. Um, come out. So I would definitely keep an eye. I mean, these these do very well every year. Um. 
And then we sell know, out. We sell out every year, and I, I still yeah. get amazed because the price goes I, up. So I'm like, oh, it's not going to go this year, and they still sell out every year. I remember mm-hmm. one year. I think I got the tigers from you because, and they were at the warehouse, and you guys sent someone over to the warehouse to get me my tigers, which I was really appreciative. Oh, Ashtray is pretty cool. Yeah, Ashtray is like five hundred bucks, isn't it? Yeah, the, the ashtray is a uh, yep. Like uh, the ashtray is four hundred ninety bucks. It's like about five hundred. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to see if they're gonna go back and do like Snake. I think was the best of the series, by the way, which is the next one. So I'm curious if they're gonna bring back that Snake blend, which was they brought it back for a very limited run already once, but um, it didn't have the packaging or anything. But the Snake, I remember when the Snake came out, that was the first like worldwide release. That was a thirty dollars cigar at the time. Right, right. So these are, like you said, these have gone up uh, a lot since then. So um, just looking at that cutter real quick, throw that back up, Paul. Looks like they made an odd number, but 588 of these. I don't know if that's significant. Anyway, I, think, but... I think eight is significant in the Chinese New Year. Yeah, I think there's something with the eights, too. You're right, Abe. Eight is the luckiest number yeah. in Chinese really? culture. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about that being a lucky number. I thought one is the luckiest number you could ever do. I would have thought, like, <laughs> well, as per the song, but not, but not in China. Eight. Yep. I would have thought it to be like nine, like Baccarat. Baccarat. All, All right. right. What else? What else right. you got going um, on? Too? In, the, in the high-end accessories line, uh, St. Dupont has released a series of lighters called the Big D. I saw these at the trade show. These were really cool. Um, they this are is cool. Basic, we just yeah, got them in. Yeah, we have. Yeah, and they're they're not for Dupont. They're they're reasonably priced. I'll just say. Um, yes, I agree. Yeah, uh, these go for four twenty five to four fifty, depending on the finish. And basically, what it is is the line two design, uh, with a big thick jet flame on those things. Yeah. So uh, I think these look really cool. So supposedly you get the same ping. I'm not a big fan of the soft flame actually. So I'm pretty excited about this one. That uh, you know, like I said uh, the the big. I love those. Fan t- it has that fan flame on it. Really, really nice end on those. So those I think started just started shipping this week um, or last couple weeks. Hmm. Yeah, we have them. I actually like. Um, I think it's called the. I think it's Slimmy or something. They did too that they're a little. Yeah, they're, they're a little slim. I'm actually having thing. Rob bring one from up front. To- yeah. yeah, they're nice. Yeah, there's they're a nice. Slimmy and a Twiggy as well. Uh, which so there's like one really like narrow one. It almost looks like wow. a high. Like, Names are a little that- weird. Slimmy and Twiggy sounds like the Laverne Shirley yeah. episode, but we'll right. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's uh, you know, like I said, uh, for again for Dupont, that's that's reasonably priced. I when I look yes, at that, yes, they are, they are. Yeah, so that, that's something. Yeah, so I, I actually put it on my Christmas list so if I can get it. But uh, oh, cool. I don't. I doubt Santa, it. Santa, please, please, Santa. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, um, in other news, um, Cavalier Geneve Cigars, um, they have a thing called the Limited Release Series. They launched last year, and what they do is they take one of their core lines and they do a modified blend on the core line, and they do a limited release on that modified blend. So this year they picked the White Series, which is one of their that, that was their first core line. Um, and what they basically did is they swapped the wrapper out for a Jalapa Habano wrapper. And um, so they do a limited release of these once. He, last year they did it with the the Viso Jalapa line. This year they're doing it with the White Series line. Comes in one size. A I, mean, I love this size, a six and a quarter by forty eight, which they haven't yeah, done that good, size before. Size. Yeah, good size. Um, and it's going to be a limited five hundred box release of fifteen cigars uh, per box and thirteen fifty per cigar. 
So I, I like what those guys have been doing a lot at, at Cavalier in the last couple of years. I think they've been doing some good stuff. You know, they 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 work at it. They don't yeah. um yeah, just dilly dally. And I kinda like that. They're good people. I like Yeah, them. they they are. Yeah, yeah. I think uh Sebastian and Brian are great guys. So yeah. I like yep. what they did with that. And I like what they did last year with the Visa Olap and just tweaking the blend a bit and uh makes it something good. So you can look those should be starting to ship also in November. And finally, this was an interesting story. Um, you, I don't. You guys know Fratello Cigars, and you know Omar DeFrias, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Omar, as everyone probably knows, came from NASA, yeah. and um, he he was like he worked in like the financial end of NASA. This guy, he like managed these huge budgets, right? Um, but he worked with a guy um over at NASA named Steve Altimus. Um, and Steve Altimus at the time was a uh, deputy director at NASA. He went and founded a company called Intuitive Machines, and they are doing uh, the first commercial lunar lander that's going to go to the moon. So this is something that's being commercially done. Didn't we and, discuss this on KMA already? Well, no, the what, cigars, this, but now he's actually sending them to the moon. Yeah, so they're actually, what they're going to do is they're not going to send the cigar to the moon, but they're going to send yeah. the logo up to the moon. So the logo is going to be, yeah, they couldn't fit it on there. It's not a huge, these are not big units. But the Fratello logo is apparently going to be on the moon is the big thing. And then when I talked to Omar, he said they're actually landing this on the south pole of the moon, which hasn't been done before. So they've never landed on the south pole either, which is going to be interesting. It's it's scheduled to launch November 16th. That's the earliest. But if everyone knows NASA, those things could get delayed. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Well, so, so what does that mean? The logo is going up. They just they, slap it on there. Yeah, they're gonna slap it on a moon rock. Up. <laughs> Omar went from one industry with delays and never being on time to another. Another one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I actually picked up uh, one of these uh, little. Hey, um, just tap your mic. Tap it. Yeah, they have little. The the, you, the cigars are actually packaged in in the uh, the, the land is called Nova C, and they made the packaging, which I think this we did talk about on KMA. The packaging looks like a little Nova C Luna Landers. Yeah, there was it was it was it was the packaging was pretty cool. Yeah, they should ship some cigars up there so the aliens could start right, smoking cigars. Right, right. I thought that's what I you mean, were gonna say. On. Yeah, I think I mean, Omar, come on, guys. Yeah, well, I, I asked Omar. He said it would. Yeah, because I would have liked it. He goes, but I'm getting the logo. I'm not complaining either. So. Uh yeah, absolutely. I guess yeah, you know. So, you take what so you I don't know when that. when they take pictures of this thing. I don't know if the logo will be. It'll be interesting to see if the logo gets seen or not. I don't know where the logo is on this thing either. I can't believe they're allowing it. That's awesome. Well, it's com- it's it's com- It's it's privately being done. Right. Right. So okay. it's being done. NASA's doing it in conjunction, but they they privately outsourced it to this company. Uh. I said Omar had the connection with this guy because he worked with him at NASA and he knew him for, right. for a long time. So he brought him in for the cigar project. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, yeah, pretty cool. cool. I'm excited. I'm excited about that lunar landing. It's you know I remember, I actually remember the Apollo 17 on TV. So uh, when I was a kid, so I haven't seen this forever. So I'm excited about that. I can't say the same, Coop. Wait, it's 51 years it ago, TV. Paul. You are born. Yeah. <laughs> none of you guys. None of you guys. Maybe, I don't. I don't know how old Aaron is, but Abe, you're, you were probably in, you were an infant when it went up. So, I'm 43. None of you guys remember that. Yeah, it was cool. You'd watch these things on TV like all week. They'd interrupt all programming, and you see all this moon coverage. It was really cool when they did it. I, Abe is probably still too young to remember seeing it. Like it was probably because the year 72. Was I think it was 72 when it happened. Yeah. So that's the only one I remember is Apollo. The last Apollo is what I remember. Oh, there you go. So this is the lighter. It's actually bigger than a line, too. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is bigger, yeah. No, no, it's yeah, bigger it's... than line two. I don't know what ping you're talking about because there's no ping on these. Oh, I thought they had the ping on it. I thought no, it, did, no, it doesn't the, even the... open it. The top is, I got to turn this. Okay, so it doesn't do that. Okay. Turn your background off, Sam. I am. I am. Relax. Relax. I got you, Doug. Right, now, how so... much are those? That one's 425. How much? That's 425. Now, so I, I like this kind of flame. Oh, I, I like that, that type of flame. Yeah, it's I nice love and it. wide, yeah. I like this type of flame. It looks like it's got literally like three burners shooting together, but I it's like a nice. It's a, it's kind of a jet flame with a soft approach. That, that you know, fan flame, a little, I re- a little bigger and bulkier than I think I would normally carry around with me. But yeah, you should have made him grab you the slimmer one too. They're nice. Yeah. Does it have the same type of flame, Alex? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. see, then that that's exactly what I would like then. Thinner, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's good cool. when you have a larger ring cigar. That's a good flame to have with it. Rando yeah, cool. is in kinda... Barcelona. There he is, the man with the plan. Oh, nice. He's in Barcelona. Nice. What else how did you get the RV cool? over there? What? That was how, how do you get the RV over to Barcelona? I don't think Randy's... In Doesn't RV. Randy live the RV life? Isn't that... No, bro. Am I confusing Dude. it with somebody that's else? You shouldn't talk. That's Tim. <laughs> you know, it's talk less oh, Tim Yeah, it doesn't even yeah, remotely less sound like you realize how disattached <laughs> you really are. But when you tell and start talking, everybody. I saw the back. picture. It look they look similar, I think. I don't know. I don't know who that's more insulting, Tim or Randy, that you can see. <laughs> I'm gonna let yeah, them sorry. debate that. I'm gonna let them right. debate that one out. Oh god, yeah. I gotta turn off messages now. I'm gonna start getting Facebook messages. Huh? Just just stop and think of that question. How do you get an RV to Barcelona? It was a joke. We do jokes here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, 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 my kids say when I try to bullshit them, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else you got going on, Coop? That's it this week. All right. That no STG releases? No STG no. release of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How can no, it the week. no STG release of the week. How can Justin blow it this week when when we have on <laughs> Well, we made up for it by talking about STG cigar. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Go. So for more information, to stay up to date, please visit our good friend at cigar coop.com. So Paul, you're beating your head right now of STG. Yes, Paul is ahead. Paul beat out the STG release. <laughs> Wait a second. I think I got something. I think I got something coming up though. I don't know if it's gonna stay. Yeah, of course you do. We'll be back next week with season eight of Taylor Tapes. Yes. Um, we're gonna now. We'll, uh, do we announce what we're doing? Yeah, we can announce it. Okay, that's I mean, have we done it? We I can't remember. We, no, we have not done it. We've not announced it. I don't it. know if I'm, I'm thrilled about this one. Uh, I, I came up with it. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, you came up with some other ones, but I, I don't know. How do we classify this? What, what are we calling this one? Just this So this characters? is the top 10 greatest cartoon characters that are not Disney characters. <laughs> so, yeah, we, 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 we didn't want to give Paul a Disney in with this because he's done a lot of them already. Yes. So, so we have to exclude Disney. We have just to exclude. Clear on this: after we banned Paul from doing any more Disney, we went to still an animated series of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, there's some good Disney. There's some good, good ones. I mean, no, there's some really good ones. But I've been running this list by my boys. We're, we're you know? giving listen. We're giving Paul a soft out away from Disney. So I needed it. I needed. Yeah, it. we didn't want to totally just break him. You know, yeah. into 
So it's a soft out to push him away from Disney. But, I needed, I needed but, help to get I'm out. telling you right now, like, none of mine are going to have any superheroes. They're all going to be like really like. I have no superheroes on mine either. Yeah, yeah, I'm not oh, you've made yours already? Oh, yeah, no, I did it. I, I, I already have all like the nominees like in my head. Okay. Yeah. Who may qualify? I haven't ranked them or anything, but I'm staying away from. I, I uh, think we're going to have very different lists on this too. I, yeah, because Coops is all Coops going to have all guys from the 1930s. Like he's going to no. Have I, I'm going to tell you, I have a couple very new characters on my list, and and one is very high on the list. Okay. Actually, maybe two are very high on the list. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I just need to clarify: is this like is it not limited to Saturday morning cartoons? This could be like primetime, like Simpsons, Family uh, Guy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah like adult cartoons. Yeah, no, I got some old classics like Woody Woodpecker and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. George right. Jetson and all that, yeah. It's actually going to be another hard one, man. There's a lot. Ten's There's a lot, I, yeah. Ten's going to be tough. Um, do we have a would you rather, Alex? We do. All right, so before we go in there, I just want to say how proud I am. I've, I've been whittling away at this, but just so you know, <laughs> I've, been so self, wait, wait. I've been so self-conscious that I didn't want to make sure any piece of cork fell in the wine. I've been using a nail file, smoothing <laughs> all yeah. the edges. I got this down, and here, look at this. Finally, look. Look at that. Look at Beautiful. that. I, you get your I, get, wife. I get to take it home. She will never know how hard I worked to bring this bottle of wine home to us. <laughs> That's awesome. It was we'll really send her a clip. I'm glad you enjoyed the wine. Really good I wine. Really did. I, really I, did it. I know really it's going to be right up her alley. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered working there yeah. to take it home for her. It's going to be right up her alley. All right. As always, like how we like to close out all KMA shows, it's time to find out, would you rather? Brought to you by the fine folks of Gurkha Cigars. Okay, it is time to set the scene. So, it is Oops. cigar night with you and your crew. You and the gang are hanging out tonight. Unfortunately, you are Paul and you are running late and unprepared. <laughs> oh my and God, you, come on, so you, dude. You, you need to Jesus pick Christ. up drinks to pair and share with the guys tonight. Unfortunately, you only have two options. Would you rather... Pick up a box of cheap wine or a box of cheap gas station coffee to bring to Cigar Night. What, this is the what boys. Was, what was what was the uh, inspiration for this one? Uh, we talked about coffee this morning, and we just talked about uh, wine for the entire show. Good for you. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to be clear. Yeah. In this scenario, I'm technically Paul the Graco. Well, I mean, no, you're, you're, you're Paul in your... Uh, in your I really wouldn't care. You know? No, you're Paul in your failure to be prepared. I was waiting for Abe to say, well, Paul would come with nothing. So, cheap box of wine or cheap box of gas station coffee? That's your only options. Anybody? Aaron, feel free to jump in. What time of day is this get-together? That's uh, it's whatever. It's mid-afternoon. But sometime is where it, you can have not coffee or wine. It's the dads getting together on the golf cart, you know? Like, uh, 
I would say the wine, and then you can maybe find some cognac, chopped up some fruit, and make a little sangria. You know, ooh, booze uh, it up. Own, you made your own scenario, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> you made your own you know. scenario. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Box the wine. wine. I'll I'll go with the wine too, because the alcohol is you know yes need it. I'll go with the coffee. See, I was thinking coffee too, because you can doctor you can doctor coffee. You throw some sugar and as much as coffee. Nobody has any high expectations of coffee if you're just bringing it together. But cheap box wine, I just I know I'm gonna get I know I'm gonna get backlash for this, but it's just a very feminine thing. Box wine and boxes are very feminine. I just I'm never bringing a box of wine anywhere. And sorry, and I'm not drinking sangria either. It's just kind of like no, I get it. No, I, yeah, I know. I just that's why I see like a, a lot of women going on a bunch morning. I, uh, yeah. with your fruit and your wine, and I, I can't <laughs> manly do that in a room full of real men. You know, now it was, if Paul was <laughs> in the room, go. it really wouldn't matter. I can get away yeah. with both. As, as someone who once was victim of having Andre Champagne, that's uh, mm. something. Uh, mm. I'm going with the coffee. So. Coffee's more disguisable of not bringing something of quality. I, I might be able to find a good gas station, like a, I, I may find a better gas station coffee than a better gas station wine. Is kind of what I'm looking at. There's a couple of okay, this will this will salvage. There you have it. Listen, John, I, inexpensive wines. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just the whole box format. You know, bringing I, I, wine. I despise the box format. Yeah, too. bringing wine in the it, it just I don't what know. Was there, that one brand used to come in the box. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. Franzia. Front, yeah. Yes. Yeah. In college, we do tour to Franzia and literally yeah. ride bikes around, and then have the bags at the stop to drink it. I was a booze hound my whole life, so I guess. Wow. You know, yeah. I, I know. Mean, I'm I walking around with a box of coffee. I feel a little manly. I got. I don't got. I got, I got enough juice for everybody here, boys. <laughs> Walking around with a box of wine, man. I feel like uh, I need to go hide somewhere. Yeah, eh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm with Aaron. You take the bag out of the box, and then you just have the bag, and you can all just do a little squirt. Yeah, Maybe just drink out of the out of the spout. <laughs> Paul likes to drink squirts. Squirts. <laughs> squirts. Oh God. All right. Well, everyone. Aaron, I really want to thank you for joining us. It really was thank a pleasure. You. Yeah, absolutely. About. Learning Thank more you all. About your wine, yeah. your vineyards, your project, and I will assure you, we will be visiting your website. This will become a selection that will definitely make our uh, little yeah. uh, coolers at the yeah. house. And Absolutely. Yeah, um, we're excited over here to to try it for yeah. sure. She's already on yeah. the website. I can't wait. I need the side note when we get a second. Can I side? Go ahead. Paul, don't what? think it's not un- unnoticed. You son that, of a bitch. See, that, I can't. That you deleted the picture of yourself on your knees cleaning the floor yesterday. Oh! oh. <laughs> this was an, oh, yes. This was absolute. Oh, plastic. I got so. Dude, I was looking at the time. I'm like, it's 12.02. <laughs> he didn't even see. No. I, I oh. forgot. Good. So this is. During, during our prep. Did you put it back in yet or no? I'm, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, yeah. during our prep, oh, good. maybe he can't find it. Paul Olson has to get off his knees, and he's on his knees. He's on his knees, like cleaning on the floor, wiping something, and he's wiping the dog poo on the floor. Well, my my oldest dog had a little bit of an accident. My wife was out. I was on on my phone talking on the meeting because I was out of work for the day, and I was watching the kids. So I came in here. I saw a little piece of poop, so I had to scrub it and clean it up. So funny. 
This, this that was our, our meeting yesterday. This is, if you wonder why he's not prepped when we're getting ready for KMA, because this is what he's doing when we're all discussing. <laughs> Side but, note, that's the new construction in my house. That's that's my old closet in my office, which we removed. We just uh, that's what's going on in the back. Looks like the yeah, you might see you might see some you might see some stuff of the mansion. I, I said the, the the dialogue was even funnier. We need to record it. We recorded it, but Alex did get a screenshot of it. So well, thank so God. Paul tried to delete it. I don't good catch, man. Good catch, Alex. I didn't try. I did, and I did it sneaky, like at the beginning sneaky. of the show. Good sneaky, catch. sneaky. All right. Well, Aaron, once again, thank you so much, sir. It was a pleasure you, having you on. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, we appreciate it. Hope to catch thank you, you guys rally in the near future. Absolutely. Everybody, we hope you we enjoyed uh, you enjoyed your Saturday morning with us. Hope we entertained you, taught you a little bit, had a lot of fun. Um, don't forget next week, TGS tickets Wednesday, Anarchy Tuesday, oh, um, Advent, and our newest project ever, the Hanukkah holiday box that drops Friday, all at noon. And then the following week, look for your Wagashi for those who pre ordered, look to complete your orders. Other than that, we will catch you all next week. Once, thanks again very much. Keep it lit.